I'm your host, Aaron Groves, and welcome to the Pop Podcast. Hello, everyone. <laughs> and everyone, put your seatbelt on, fasten your seatbelt, hold your horses, all of the things that you need to do before you get into the solo episode. <gasps> oh, geez. I'm just kidding. Uh, it is just me in the sto- studio today. I didn't just say, hey, 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 guys. I did a little bit of a different intro, but I am solo. You all get two solo episodes this month because... As I have mentioned on my social media multiple different times, life happens to you uh, or life happens for you rather. And your girl has another life update that was not planned, was not part of her choice and was not under her control. But before I get into that, I was thinking of a few different ways to share this information. And obviously, you all know that I was in San Diego uh, last weekend. So by the time this episode comes out on Monday, I had just gotten back from San Diego this past weekend, and it was amazing. And so I am going to do a recap of San Diego, as well as the life update. And I'm going to do it in sequence of events of exactly how everything happened. So rewind, take us back to August 10th, which was a Wednesday. I worked in the morning and then I went to the airport, obviously, to fly out. And the first part of this story has to do with an Uber driver. I had an Uber driver. I don't know if she's listening to this podcast. If she is, you need to DM me on Instagram. But I get in the car with this Uber driver and we didn't talk for the first few minutes. And then we finally got to talking and it was one of those Uber experiences where it was just like a weird interaction. Like, Oh, it was great. The entire experience was just like open my eyes, but long story short, she just got to talking how she was from the Bronx in New York and she had lived there for her whole life and then went to school down, I believe it was in San Antonio or somewhere in Texas on a full ride scholarship for soccer and how she finally got out of the Bronx and all of this stuff. And you can tell that she has a really good work ethic. She went into the corporate world and took her first job and then she uh, left and started her own trucking business. And all this, we started talking about podcasting and mindfulness and how she wanted to get into meditation and all of these people that she looks up to like Jay Shetty and Lewis Howes and all of the books that she read that got her out of a depression that she was in and all of this different type of stuff. And it was just one of those conversations that in it made such an impact on me because I usually don't share with people or tell them that I have a podcast. I don't know if it's just because I'm, I don't know. I just don't all the time. I'm starting to do it a little bit more, but it was in that moment that I was so grateful that I shared that with her because I felt like it opened up a gateway and it opened up a door for a very authentic, vulnerable conversation about her life and what she's gone through and the direction that she wants to go. And it was also super inspiring because given the circumstances and I don't know everything of where she came from, it's super inspiring that she didn't allow that to control the narrative and the direction of her life. She really took control of that and went to college on a full ride scholarship and got a job and is going to pursue her own things and is really taking control of her own life. So 
that was the first just starting this trip off on a good note. And then that's when things kind of went south. So I got to the airport. And as you all know, I had the worst experience with American Airlines that I've ever had in my entire life. I know there was a flight or I know there was a delay in Dallas because of the storms and everything that was going on. But I basically got to the airport at four or four thirty, like four uh, on Wednesday evening. And I did not leave that airport until 1230 a.m. Central time. So I was literally at the airport for eight hours, which I know there could be people listening to this like that's not that long. I've dealt with worse. It was just more the lack of communication. The people at the front desk didn't even know that the flight was canceled. They don't have enough pilots going on. There's a there's a shortage. Like there's just a lot going on. And I was like, this is absolutely ridiculous. And the whole time I was like, thank you that I do not have kids because I could not even imagine if I had kids that needed to eat after eight hours. We were stuck on the plane for two hours before we took off. I mean, just the entire situation was just a hassle. So I finally leave Dallas at 1230 a.m. on. So now it's Thursday morning. Get into San Diego to meet my friend who had been there for five hours by now. Shout out, Marissa. You are a saint. Uh, Get in at basically 2 a.m. Get ready for bed. Fall asleep. And then I wake up Thursday morning And I had a text or two from my boss and an email notifying me that I had lost my job. So that is what happened to me last Thursday. I had absolutely no idea that I was getting laid off. I had absolutely no idea the circumstances that my organization was in. I had no heads up, literally nothing. And when I it first happened, I was in a state of shock. Like I, at first I thought it was a joke because I had no idea what was coming my way. I also was on PTO. And so I wasn't part of the meetings and like the group meetings that they were having. And I also want to preface this before I dive in super deep on just like the emotions and logic and everything that's been going through my brain the last week. The A, I know that my life could be a lot worse. I know that I am healthy. My family, for the most part, outside of my mom is healthy. I have a lot. I have money in the bank. So it's not like I am poor or I'm going to be living on the side of the road. And the third thing is that I don't have any sort of hate or... I don't wish anything bad upon my organization. I recognize that they had to do what they needed to do to survive in the circumstances that they were in. But, and I don't blame them at all for the situation. I don't believe in placing blame or I'm the victim of this this situation. So I want to preface this conversation by that. But going into it, I was completely and totally blindsided and The emotion, and if you've been on the other side of getting laid off when you are performing well and you're matching everyone else on your team and you've hit your ramp quota and you're doing really well, not only was it a shock because I had quite literally no idea it was happening and I had literally no warning. When I mean no warning, I mean outside of the email, I had no idea that this was coming my way. I also felt for the first time in my life like a very, and I'm about to cry a very weird sense of betrayal because I have dedicated, and I know this is my fault and this is one of the biggest learning lessons that I've learned, but I made an intention when I graduated college that I wanted to dedicate all like 
until I was 25 of just grinding away at my career, like doing everything that I could do to get ahead. Dating was on the back burner. Like I put a lot of things on the back burner to make sure that I was where I wanted to be or putting myself a step ahead of the game in terms of my career. And my why behind that, which I don't think I've ever shared before, is because I want to give myself and my future family the life that my parents gave me. And so this was never about me. I mean, there's definitely selfish things like I like healthy food. I like to travel. I like to do things that cost money. But my whole why in all of this was because I wanted to grow and I wanted to do better. And I wanted to give myself and my family the life that I lived. And so I thought, why not grind in my early 20s and grind throughout my 20s so that in my 30s and my 40s, I am reaping the rewards of all of that hard work. And while I don't regret a single thing that I did, the biggest learning lesson, I know I'm only a week out, so I can't touch too much on it, is that All of that can be taken away from you in a blink of an eye. Like I had a job Wednesday and I woke up Thursday morning on vacation with one of my best friends who thank God that is who I was with on that trip with no job and really truly no explanation of why outside of we're downsizing. And I wasn't the only one that got laid off. There's a lot of other people in my boat uh, that actually got onboarded with me and It was just a wake-up call to me that you can give everything you have to an organization and you can give everything to something and it can be taken away from you overnight. And there's a part of me in the first 48 hours. So after I got the news, I was on and off between crying and being totally normal. And then my initial reaction is always kind of just to shut down because I need to process things internally and figure out how I'm feeling before I can express myself or before I can really act on anything. And so I told myself, okay, don't ruin the trip. You just need to enjoy the rest of your trip with your friend. She was great energy. We had literally the best time, which I'll share a little bit more of that uh, at the end. And then once I got back to Dallas, I'll process everything. And so I know I'm fast forwarding this story a little bit just to keep things sequential, if you will. Um, But my initial feelings were just anger and this weird feeling of betrayal. And I know that if you've been laid off before or you got let go or something happened that was sudden or maybe it was like a very random breakup or I don't know, anything in your life that just comes out as shock that you had no control over it was just this weird sense of betrayal. And after I started journaling and writing things down, I think that was stemming from the fact that for the first time ever in my corporate career, I felt like I found a job, an organization that I thoroughly enjoyed and loved. And I felt that respected me in that same way. And I've shared a lot about my journey and a lot of my why for entrepreneurship has just been the experiences that I've had in the corporate world and the lack of control that I feel I have over my destiny when you are working for someone else, which I think yet again was just proved to me. Um, But the betrayal, I don't, it just, I think it's because I had no idea that it was coming and I felt like we were all on the same team and that they really cared about their employees and just their leadership style. I'm not saying that they don't care again, like I'm not blaming the organization, but I just felt that that's just how I felt. 
And I am going to be honest, I have not taken this well at all. As you all have seen on my stories, I obviously am not up as early posting things. I have not really run at all this week. I couldn't even eat, which is like one of the first signs for me. If like something bad happens, I just like shut down. I feel like I'm going to throw up if I'm going to eat. Um, and that was Monday and Tuesday and just a lot of anger for me, a lot of just frustration, anger, <clears throat> like mad. The four people that called me, one of them is going unnamed, my mentor, my mom, and then my friend, Laura. They know because I went from one extreme to the other. And you all know me as very uh, optimistic and everything happens for you and all of this type of stuff, which I like to delineate between. I know that to be true. And I know that everything happens for a reason. And I know that if the universe, God, whatever you believe in, took that away from me in this instance, something that I loved, something that I enjoyed, something that kept a roof over my head and something that aligned so well with the podcast that there definitely is something better coming my direction. But I also don't want to discount the way that I'm feeling. And I felt quite literally the opposite. And I still feel that way. I just don't feel like myself. I feel not as betrayed. And I think I'm over the anger now, but I still feel this sense of sadness and just confusion. And also I'm someone that always has had a job and has always been kept busy. And not only do I not have that outlet anymore, but I just feel confused because I thought that was going to be my avenue and where I ended my corporate career or the vehicle for me to become an entrepreneur or whatever my dreams or wherever my journey was going, they were going to be along that route. And clearly that was not part of the plan. So that is what happened. And if you're out there and you've been laid off before, what I've been just doing for myself is this is the first week that I'm just allowing myself to be and just feel. I have absolutely no desire right now to get on LinkedIn and start applying. I just haven't had the energy or felt remotely in the mindset to do that, which maybe some people bounce back better or some people handle this better. But for me, I've just never been here before. I've dealt with health issues I navigated my mom getting in a really bad car accident. I've dealt with a lot in my life, but this was the first time for me personally, this happened to my dad uh, like 20 years ago, uh, but this was the first time that it happened to me. And it really does shake you at your core. But it also, and this is where I find the light, it also woke me up to the fact that I can't put all of my eggs in a career basket and I can't be so focused on one single thing and block out all the rest because that's not where true happiness comes from. And the irony of this entire thing is that that job really taught me 
what it was like to have work-life balance and what it was like to put yourself out there again with guys or build really strong relationships and just open my eyes to a lot of things that I didn't see before I got there. Different ways of living, different personalities, uh, the remote life. There's so many things about that job that it taught me. And I think that's the side of this that I want to focus the most on is not the emotions that I feel or the anger or just the way that I've been feeling. But anytime something like this happens to me, whether it's a breakup, something with my parents, a health issue, now losing my job, I always try to look at the situation and what it taught me. And as I was journaling and figuring out how to go about this entire episode, the number one thing that I feel the job taught me the first thing is balance. That definitely was the number one thing it taught me that you can still make good money. You can still succeed. You can still be persistent and be ambitious, but you can also still take care of yourself. You don't need to be stressed out 24-7 and that there is a balance to life and it's really up to you to create that balance and find that balance. And then the second thing is my coworkers and every single person that I worked with was amazing. And we just clicked really, really fast. And there's one person in particular that him and I became really close, really good friends. And he opened my eyes to a lot of things that I didn't see beforehand. And as you all know, I'm super, again, goal-driven. I like to get things done as fast as possible. I like to check things off the list. Like I'm very much of a doer. And when I shared the story a, a long back, I know this is kind of this is a long-winded story. Um, but when I shared the story a, a while back, when I had the breakdown moment, and then I was moving to Austin, he was one of the first people that I talked to about this breakdown, and he was always someone that I bounced ideas off of because he was the same as me, but also very different. And I remember in one of our conversations, I asked him. He was always so content in his life, but it wasn't in a lazy way, and. I think the best way to just explain that is that he always had a sense of urgency at work and he always wanted to do better and be better, but he was also so content with who he was as a person and so content with where he's at in his life. And I think a lot of it has to do with age. Uh, he's what's like five, six, seven years older than me. But I remember when we were in this conversation and I was just explaining to him like, what I was going through, you know, typical, I always become really good friends with uh, all my coworkers. And I was like, how are you so content in your life? And I just remember his response being, that's your choice. Like I choose gratitude. I want certain things and there's certain goals that I want to achieve, but I'm still happy in everything that I'm doing right now. And I'm choosing to be content with where I'm at because that's a choice. And that was one thing that I learned from him and something that I'll always admire him from afar. Obviously, we're not working together anymore. Um, but something that he taught me that when I was looking back on in my moments of rage, I'm like, why did this happen? I only worked there for a few months. Now I have to go find another job. Like when I was going through it and just being ridiculous, Aaron. And then I got to the other side. I was like, but you met so many cool people. You were reconnected with someone from your high school that 
worked at the same company. You met these two amazing guys that you work with that gave you a different perspective on life. And just all of the conversations that I had that were authentic and real and all of the lessons that they taught me both personally and professionally was just so incredible. And I wouldn't change that for the world. And so I think although the circumstances definitely did not fall in my favor. That's one thing about this job that I'll take away from it. And a lesson that I learned is everything truly does happen for a season, a reason, or a lifetime. And there's very few things that come into your life and stay into your life for a lifetime. But in the circumstance of that particular person, Uh, in the job, it definitely came into my life for a season and he definitely came into my life for a reason. And so that's really how I overcome stuff like this or how I switch my perspective is just trying to look at the positives. And I know there's certain people, uh, my mentor, my family that are probably on the other side of this laughing because two days ago I was screaming into the phone because I was so mad. But I knew once I calmed down and I was done with the emotional rage and the emotional feelings that I was feeling, that that inner knowing that good things are to come is there. And I trust that even if I can't see that right now. And I think that's kind of where I'm at. And that's why I wanted to share this so soon, because obviously you guys are going to see that I'm going to be home for a few weeks. I am going to be off of my usual routine. The podcast is still going to keep going, um, but I do not have a job and I don't know what I'm going to do. If you want my honest opinion, I know I'm going to start you know, opening myself up energetically to new opportunities, but I have no idea. So if you have any recommendations or suggestions or anything, feel free to send them my way. And also, I'm not sharing this for sympathy or people to reach out and feel bad for me. That's not at all. I'm sharing this A, so that you know what's going on and B, that if this is something that you're going through or you've gone through before, I can help you get through it or you can also resonate with me. Because let me tell you what, this is definitely one of the hardest things that I have ever gone through. And again, I know life could be worse, but just the feeling of not having financial security and having that being taken away from you with no warning is just a state of shock. And I think that's why my body has been responding the way it has, because I'm just still kind of confused. Like I wake up and I'm like, wait, what? I don't have a job. This has never happened to me ever in my life. The last time I could think of this was in college, but I wasn't full time. And I didn't really get let go. I was just in a weird transition where I had a few weeks that I wasn't working before I started my new job, which ironically is where I met Mike, who's now my mentor. So Everything definitely happens for a reason. And that was the first instance that I kind of thought of when I was thinking about this whole situation and what in the world am I going to do that all of my plans were just uh, uprooted or plans that I thought I had for my life uh, were just uprooted. So that is that life update in terms of starting a business or Austin. Those two have not wavered. I'm still pretty stuck on doing both of those how those are going to happen or when those are going to happen. Right now, I truly have no idea. My timeline for moving was in January. That could get moved up if I get a job sooner or that can stay the same. So I truly have no idea uh, 
on in terms of moving and then in terms of the business idea, maybe this is the catalyst or the break that I needed to come up with that or have the light bulb moment. Um, but yeah, that is my life update. So a vulnerable one, but one I knew I needed to share because A, I'm not good at hiding emotion and B, I knew that I needed to share this because it's something that a lot of people go through at different times in their life. And I'm so grateful that I have the friends that I do and family to lean back on and that I'm not, I'm only supporting myself so I don't have kids or another person to feed because I can truly, truly only imagine what that would be like or the grief and the feelings that you would feel, uh, because if this is how I'm feeling and I'm just supporting myself, I can only imagine if I had little ones that I also needed to feed. So that is a light up update. And I wanted to end this on a more positive note about recapping San Diego. So overall, the trip was incredible. My friend Marissa, shout out Marissa, I know she wants to be on the podcast, was such good energy to have. I felt like it was the perfect escape to everything that was going on in my life, finding out the first morning that I was there. But we did so much. Uh, and if you need Rex, you're going to San Diego soon. I can put this in the show notes. But we stayed in downtown San Diego, which I don't know if I would do that again. It wasn't terrible, but it just wasn't by a lot of stuff. And it wasn't right on the beach, which I usually like to be. Um, but it wasn't bad. And then we went to Coronado Beach. Hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. And stayed at that really nice hotel that I forget what it's called during the day. Friday, we did a quick little hike at Torrey Pines. And then we went to Mission Beach and just chilled and hung out there all day, which was so much fun and such a good like change of energy and change of pace. I love the weather. It's nice literally every single day. There was never a cloud in the sky. What else did we do? Oh, and then on Saturday, we went up and we did drive to LA. We stayed, I think we stayed somewhere uh, in West Hollywood. I believe it's called the Tommy Hotel. I forget. Um, if you need the rec, just let me know. Uh, but we went up to LA for 24 hours. We saw a famous TikToker that I'm already drawing the blank on his name, which was super cool. And also very weird because when we were driving up to LA, my friend was like, I really want to see a famous TikToker and I want to see this specific TikToker. And when we were at Catch LA, we walked right into this guy. So manifestation is real. Even though the universe and I might be in a little bit of a tussle right now with the whole job layoff thing, um, the universe is still love you. But yeah, we definitely, she manifested that right into uh, thin air. He was the first and only famous person that we saw in LA. And then we uh, flew back on Sunday. So it was definitely a jam packed trip, but it was so fun. And I'm so grateful that I was on vacation when this happened, even though it definitely wasn't the best of circumstances, if you will. I definitely was very grateful that I was with a friend and had distraction for four days uh, before coming back and processing everything this week. And then I am headed to go home for 10-ish days uh, and then I'll be back in Dallas for a little bit and then I'm uh, going to go back. So that's where I'm going to be. I'm going to be all over the place as usual, uh, flying American Airlines again. So hopefully I have good karma this time. 
That is all she wrote, folks, for today's solo episode. So that is the life update. If you have any questions or anything for me, you can follow me on Instagram. It's at pop with Aaron, P-O-P with Aaron. Aaron is E-R-I-N. If this is your first episode, as always, rate, review, and subscribe. That helps me on Apple and Spotify. And then I'm going to end this with what I am grateful for. And that is my friends and my family because without them, this week would not have gone as planned. So thank you all for tuning in on yet another episode. And I will see you all next week.